Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Ten. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Good, uh, good physical full padded practice today. Uh, it was muggy and hot today. We needed that, but I thought our kids did a really good job with practice and you know, good situations, a lot of situations, third and one, some goal line situations, two-point situations today. And we're starting to get the team uh, ready for the scrimmage on uh, Saturday. We're still in camp mode and we're still in install, so we you know, going to have a pretty lengthy practice in yeah, mind. Yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is a Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds, folks. We're going to want to hear from you. So if you want in on the conversation, it's a very simple thing. You just call or text in 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback, after me on Twitter, at BuzzJohnNeighbors. And today, we're going to have a lot of things to dive into and discuss, because Razorback Fall Camp continues on, and we got the chance to hear from Sam Pittman, you heard there in the intro, a few of the things that he had to say and where his team is at, and some things that really stood out to him. So we'll have uh, some good conversations with that. Andrew Hudson will join us in the 2 o'clock hours. He's been attending practice, and we'll have a chance to get the updates from him, too, of what he saw, but... We'll do that. We'll get into some uh, some craziness when it comes into Major League Baseball from last night. Also, some preseason games continuing on tonight in the NFL, too. So uh, it just seems each and every day that goes by, we now we get closer to the football season itself because for Razorback season, at least, it's 23 days away. But just having more practices, more preseason games in the NFL, more storylines, more headlines, It's just getting revved up each and every day, where even though there's not actual games going on, there's still some pretty entertaining things happening in the world of football, too. People are loving it. It's football season. It's right upon us. And uh, preseason NFL games, it's, you know, not that the games count or anything, but you're still seeing football players on the field. And uh, these these first rounds of games this week, you're probably not going to see a lot of the starters and some of the players that you really want to see. But starting next week, then it'll be a little bit more playing time. And that last week, then you'll see quite a bit bit of the starters, maybe for a half or so. And different teams have different philosophies, how they like to go about that, how much they want to play their players. But we'll we'll see some of the stars because there's been a debate about quarterbacks specifically, how much they should play. And when you look at the top-level guys, Tom Brady is not playing anymore, but... Tom Brady was somebody that always wanted to play in the preseason. And there's, you know, talk about Patrick Mahomes. Should he play? Patrick Mahomes always wants to play in the preseason. So if you're talking about the guys that are at the top of the game and they're wanting to play, everybody else should want to play. And, you know, it it is about the organization, the coaches, what they want to do. But if you see those top-level guys playing, why shouldn't your guys play? Yeah, if if you got something going on in your team where you don't have that fire like some people should have and the quarterback position we know is the most important and we know that guys kind of like Patrick Mahomes for instance 
you know, if he wants to play and you don't have the rest of the people on his level that uh, is looking to get into it, then, you know, what are you doing there? It's about getting better. It's a mentality that even the smallest of things is going to help you get better and be better and try to improve on everything. And uh, that's where it's like I don't expect to see, you know, whether it's my team or anybody else's team, like expect to see Aaron Rodgers for the Jets go out there and play for an entire half in the preseason game. It's nothing like that. But I think there is an element just for the fans themselves, if we're talking about the fans themselves, wanting to just see a little bit, you know, just a little bit of the stars, a little bit of here and there, a possession or two, a drive or two, which is normally what people get. But I think that that's, to me at least, my interest level for, like, when the Hall of Fame game happened and the Jets were in it. I didn't really care as much because, it's like, you know, I want to see the new guy. I want to see Aaron Rodgers. I want to see what he can do. And when you don't see him, it's like, Zach Wilson, I've seen that before. Uh, So (laughs) we don't need to go that. But, you know, it's a matter of what your perception is for the team and why you're watching it. And why I would want to watch it would be just to see a little bit of the starters. And then after that, you know, it's whatever. But give me a little taste. Give me a little something that I can look at. They need work, too. And the fact that the Jets and Browns played the extra preseason game Nobody really expected certain things from their stars. And the Browns went a step even more where uh, they held out their backup quarterback. The Jets had their backup quarterback playing, but the Browns didn't because of playing that extra preseason game. But Aaron Rodgers is with a new team, and so you expect to see more of him. He typically doesn't play in the preseason. He is one of those guys, and that may not necessarily be on him. It may have been more of a philosophy of the Packers and not one to put him on the field. But he's somebody within the last few years, he typically does not play in the preseason. But because he's with a new team, you will see him play a bit. Yeah, see, uh, not only him and playing a little bit more in the preseason, but also <laughs> knowing that he's part of Hard Knocks, which I still have yet to watch yet. i, I gotta got to check that out. Uh, but It's knowing, good. It's good. Yeah, Hard Knocks is always good, no matter oh, yeah. what team is on there. Yeah, it's just more like knowing that he – is very like anti that or like doesn't want that, but hey, there's been a lot of change for him. You know, you go from Green Bay to New York City. You know, you go from uh, you know, talk about the the one team that you've been with forever to a new team that you need to continue to practice and, and get used to and build that camaraderie. So there's just been a lot of change, I'm sure, for him, and not only uh, stuff that's going on the field, but the stuff surrounding it too, because it is a different animal of where he's at and the expectation that comes along with it and the fact that he's had a franchise that hasn't been to the playoffs since 2010. So, <laughs> like, has not been successful whatsoever. But, uh, but yeah, there, there's going to be some uh, elements to, to preseason games. In fact, we got uh, from the 501 texting in on our Southern Structural Solutions text line saying, I love watching the preseason simply for the unknown players trying to make a name for themselves. Absolutely. And there's an element to that, for sure. I love seeing the uh, cool stories that you have where some guys, it's like some guys may come from a college or straight out of college that are young, that didn't get drafted, nobody's heard of them, didn't go to big school, but are getting these opportunities and want to make it. And then you also see sometimes guys that are older where it's like this might be their last hurrah to try to get into the NFL and be on a team because you know they're getting up there in age and maybe not getting the opportunities that they once did. And so they're obviously battling it out. So you got just old and young guys trying to figure out how they can be on the team and still try to make that dream of playing in the NFL continue on and work. Jets and Panthers playing this week in preseason, and they're doing joint practices together. And so another element you're getting out of that, and something that will be featured on Hard Knocks, is Bryce Young. And him you know, getting acquainted to playing on the NFL level and getting used to the new team there. And so they show that... He and Aaron Rodgers met and had some words and everything, and Aaron Rodgers even commented and said they have the same agent. So, um, you know, there's some history there. Yeah, because I thought with, uh, with Bryce Young and, and knowing what the Panthers, if uh, going through what they have and coaching changes, it's, it's kind of like a new energy that should be there. But, you know, what, how much can you really expect for a team that has struggled and was, has a number one overall pick? But, you know, it's one of those deals that we've seen, hey, in a year or two or three years, they could be contending. They weren't know? far away from the playoffs last year, and, and a lot of that had to do with being in a division where the teams had you know, subpar yeah. records, but they competed at a certain level, especially on the defensive side, that they have added some weapons on offense, and we saw that Bryce Young, with weapons around him, he can be really effective. So we'll see if, if it's going to be enough to improve them on the offensive side of the ball. And uh, he has good coaching with – a former quarterback and Frank Reich and some people that are on the staff that are really offensive-minded. 
Do you think that there's a chance? Actually, there is a chance, but like a really good chance that he ends up being the best quarterback in that division this year. I mean, just knowing how what he's going up against. Yeah, yeah, there's uh-huh. a really good chance actually. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too, because you know how many times you see rookies come in and be the best quarterback in their division after their first season, but. I think there's a really good chance that he could do it this year for the Panthers. Now, it, it could be up and down for him. Like, we're going to see some great moments from oh, him, for sure. and then we're going to see some rookie moments. But for the most part, he looks like a guy that he never gets rattled. You know, if, if there's a bad play, he'll go out and forget about it. Next couple of plays, he'll make something happen. So we that's what we've seen from him so far. Now, this is the next level, so it could be different. But from the track record, he looks like a guy that is unfazed whenever – there are certain mistakes made. I know he's a different player from these guys and a different individual, but just knowing the system that he came from at Alabama and guys like Tua and Jalen Hurts and, and Mac Jones, you know, came in, coming out and playing and starting at a, at a different role and, and having a different path, they've done pretty well in their youth, you know, like of adjusting and being starters and right off the bat. Now, I'm not trying to say that that should be the expectation for, for Bryce Young, but. I think that there's something to be said about being in that element at Alabama with that talent, but also knowing that a lot of pressure and the expectations that come with it and being in those big games and big moments on the road. Maybe that's something that's really helped out quarterbacks from a school like that and getting them more well-prepared to start early and be effective early. They were always expected to perform at a high level, and they've always had good offensive coaching at Alabama, even though it keeps turning over, it seems like, Hmm. every year or a couple of years. But they've always had good offensive coaching, so they were put in a great position to succeed, especially with the talent around them. Yeah, and knowing that for so many years that they had just, quote, people referred to them as, quote, game managers, and, you know, people were wondering if, okay, hey, is Bama, is it just more about the quarterback or do they have all this uh, great talent around them? Because I felt like that was the problem with a lot of those USC quarterbacks that were coming in to the NFL that it was like, okay, you had Matt Leinert, you had, uh, of course, Mark Sanchez was another one. Oh, were they good in college? Of course they were, but how much of that was just being surrounded by elite talent? There was a stigma to it. But I think Alabama quarterbacks, at least here recently, have kind of bucked that trend a little bit where they were drafted high, they were put a lot on them, they were given the role to be a starter, at least not, not immediately, pretty soon, and they've handled it really well to where, I mean, for crying out loud, Jalen Hurts, I know he went to Oklahoma, but... He might be on the, the best team in the NFL right now, and it's not because of uh, just everybody else surrounding him and he's just the dude that's there. Like He's a huge reason why they may be the best team in the NFL this year. So yeah, And there is a lot of talent there, though. Man. Oh, yeah. there is. So, yeah. um, you can't do it by yourself. Right, right. And A.J. Brown is a big part of that as far as uh, from the receivers. But Eagles have a philosophy of running the ball, and Jalen Hurts is used in that run game, and then – we know about their defense. They stack talent all across the board on defense. So he's in a good position to succeed also on that level. But you can tell that Jalen Hurts has put in the work to become a better overall quarterback over the years because he was known as that run threat. But now he's effective in the passing game. Yeah, he's been really fun to watch. And there's a lot of expectations on the Eagles there too. But, hey, it's just nice to have some football, some preseason games. That'll be <clears throat> happening tonight too. That we'll have to discuss. And of course, we want to hear from you on a Trash Talk Thursday, 501 661 1037 is that number to call or text in. We'll get to your phone calls and messages and some other fun stories coming up next year on Out of Bounds. So stay with us. Anywhere in the state, dial 8-888-8888 for Rainwater Holton Sexton. They'll help you weather the storm. This is SportsCenter. Last night in Major League Baseball, Shohei Otani made more history as he became the first player ever to hit 40-plus home runs and get 10-plus wins as a pitcher in the same season. He recorded his 10th victory in the Angels' 4-1 win over the Giants. He's also the first player to have multiple seasons of 10-plus wins and 10-plus home runs, as he previously did it in 2022 when he had 15 wins and 34 home runs. The Angels are 58-58. and They're seven games out of the final wild-card spot in the American League. And the Arkansas Travelers beat the Midland Rockhounds in an 
offensive showcase, winning 17-10 last night to break a seven-game losing streak. They'll face each other again tonight with first pitch set for seven. Coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Hi folks, it's Chris Zender here at Frank Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood. It's August and the deals are hotter than ever at Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood. We have $10,000 discounts on all 23 Ram Limiteds, Rebels, and Longhorns. But that's not all. Get up to $4,000 off new Grand Cherokees plus 2.9% financing for 72 months. And we have employee pricing on new Jeep Gladiator Sport combined with 1.9% financing plus no payments for 90 days. If you ever wanted a Gladiator, now's the time. Come see us today for the deal of a lifetime on new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram. Just tell us what you're looking for and we'll make you a deal. Folks, we need your trade-in so we're paying way over book value for trades. At Fletcher Dodge, you always get the best price, the lowest finance rate, and more for your trade. We also promise you a hassle-free buying experience, so come see us and give us a chance to earn your business. Shop Fletcher Dodge and Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi. Rizm Kism of Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to SkyRizzy, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. Your doctor today about Sky Rizzi, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit skyrizzy.com or call 1 866 SkyRizzy to learn more. Waiting is no fun. Like when you're hungry, waiting for the microwave. Waiting for the light to turn green when you're running late. Come on, come on, come on. Or waiting for your notoriously unpunctual friend to arrive at the bar, even though she just texted you five minutes away. Sure, you are. At the payroll company, we know waiting stinks, which is why we pride ourselves on fast replies to our clients doing payroll right and on time each month, and answering questions quickly and efficiently. The Payroll Company. Less headaches, more than payroll. Visit morethanpayroll.com. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has... gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the Crock-Pot this morning? (laughs) With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See shelter agent Matt Warden in Little Rock, Seth Hobbs in Bryant, or Nick Gennardi in Sherwood. Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. I'm going to stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. Go Hogs! On 1037 The Buzz. Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds, and we'll have some Razorback sound from Sam Pittman here in just a second. Talk about fall camp and where he sees his team at right now, if he likes his team where they're at, and some of the things that they really need to work on. But on our Southern Structural Solutions text line, uh, we got uh, from the 501 says, Bryce Young is in a great spot because Frank Reich is his coach. So Yeah, yeah. Great offensive minds on that staff. Yeah. I, I Jim think Caldwell it, is on the staff also. Yeah. That's oh yeah, I forgot he's there too. So I mean they, they got some they got some reasons to be excited about the future of what the Panthers could be. I mean it didn't work out with Baker, 
But maybe, just maybe, it'll work out <laughs> with Bryce. Well, it, we were talking about a different coaching staff at the time also. Yeah. Well, and, uh, the old uh, Jets quarterback, whose name just escaped me, that was there fighting it out against him. Sam Darnold. He's with the Niners now. That's right, Sam Darnold. And Brandon Allen is with the Niners. So their third quarterback position comes down to Sam Darnold and Brandon Allen. How about that? Man, yeah, because it, it's tough to keep up with a lot of the movements for backups or third strings or wherever it may be, but... Uh, I'll be I'll be interested to see how that plays out. But uh, let's go to the phone lines. Navy Mike is on. What's up, Navy? Perfectly timed. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, hey, what's up, Joe? Um, you know, uh, as as far as you know, they, they were talking about sushi earlier on the, on the last show, and hey, uh, you Mike, know, I'm going to be on Mike. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be honest with stop, you. Stop. Stop. Let's go to something else. We love rock and roll sushi, so go. I'm just saying that you know eating raw meat is like there's no no excuse for it. You know, what, 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 once the lightning struck a tree and the cavemen finally had fire, there was there wasn't any excuse to eat raw meat anymore. You know that's that's all I'm saying. But um, you know when it comes to Bryce Young, you know, you know I, I, I I'm, I'm going to call it right now. Um, you know, C.J. Stroud is going to be the offensive rookie of the year uh, this upcoming season for for the, the Texans. Um, you know, because, I mean, you know, you compare the two, C.J.'s, you know, he's bigger, he's stronger, he's just as skilled. Um, you know, Bryce Young, you know, to get, to get Bryce Young, to move up to get him, you know, he was, you know, we had to give up our, our, our number one wide receiver, D.J. Moore, so uh, I don't know, you know. He, so he's got nobody to throw to. Um, Adam and, and I'm gonna have to. I'm, picked up Adam you know, I'm, 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 gonna, I'm gonna have to watch the next ten years watching, uh, you know, C.J. Stroud just light up the league while Bryce Young probably might be out of league in five. You know. So, hey, Navy, what was the last thing in sports that you were excited about? Just out of curiosity, like what's something that you, what was something you look forward to about your own team that you root for? Oh, about, oh, about the Panthers? Yeah, just when was the last time you were excited about them? Man, it's been a while. I mean, Cam I mean, Newton. We already know the answer. Well, no, 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 I can't, not Cam because, I mean, it's been a it's while since then, you know, since they went to the Super Bowl. But it, it was when they, uh, when, uh, you know, um, uh, Chris McCaffrey had that 1,000-1,000 season. That, you know, that, that was phenomenal. That, I mean, that's only been done like three times. And, and then, obviously, they traded him, which I knew that was going to happen. But you know, I mean, I, look, I, I'm, I'm just like like C.J. Stroud is going to light up the league, and my and my comp for him in the NFL is Patrick Mahomes. There's a state, there's the same type of athlete, there's the same type of quarterback, <laughs> you know, and and I'm yeah, and, that, and that's what he's going to be. So you're thinking so, he's going to be Patrick Mahomes? He's he's the same kind of guy. Yes. Is he? Yeah, he is. And um, you know Bryce Young. I mean, he's and and, he, and you know Joe and they were talking about this on the last show, and you just brought it up again. The, the quarterback for Alabama, he's he's probably he's not even he's not better than any of those other guys. You know, I mean, all those guys are better than them. Even Matt Jones, Matt Matt did, and Cheese. Did they is say than that, or is that what you said? I, I, I'm, I, that's what I'm saying. Okay, but you know. Um, you know, I, I mean, if, if he proves him wrong, I hope so. I honestly hope so, but I, I don't think so. You know, C.J. Stroud is going to be the offensive rookie of the year. But anyways, I'll get you guys comments on that and whatnot, and y'all take care of me. All right, appreciate it. I mean, I didn't know if uh, with what happened during the NFL draft with, you know, it's always the discussion of, especially when it's a quarterback-heavy league or a quarterback-heavy class, that you have many teams that actually need the quarterback between Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud and, I guess Anthony Richardson, too, there in the mix. It's like, I mean, those guys all have reasons to be drafted in the first round, and we know that some quarterbacks make it, some quarterbacks don't. But I feel like it's sometimes it just doesn't get talked about enough. It's just the organization that they go to and who they're going to have around them. You know, like when Joe Burrow was drafted, they did a good job of the draft. They did a good job of making moves and having the right coaching staff in place and put it all together soon. But, I mean, who's to say at this point in time you know what any of those three first-round drafted quarterbacks are going to do or who they're going to be. No, no you, can't, you can't say that. Now, going into every draft, and 
when players are drafted high, there's always the comps are put out, but there's always uh, a breakdown of how you feel that player may perform on the next level and what they could do to succeed. But nobody truly knows until those players get on the field. Yeah, that's why you have a little bit of the preseason, but you also have the seasons themselves and the games themselves. Who's to say of who's going to be great and who's not going to be great? But uh, let's uh, go to some for the fall camp updates. And uh, Sam Pittman uh, met with the media today. He met with the media to start fall camp, and then he had some other coaches meet with the media. And then this time, he's given a recap and an update. It's pretty much been uh, five, six practices now. They're set for the Razorbacks and. Uh, he was asked a, a plethora of questions, but really what uh, he had to say about where his team is at right now and how he feels about the level that they're practicing at. Well, installation-wise, I, I would say we're probably, what are we in practice now, six days into practice? I'd say we're probably about 75 or 80% on both sides of the ball of what we're, gonna, what we're going to install. We still have probably uh, early part of next week to finish up through and stall. Um, I like what we're doing. I think we're throwing and catching the ball well. Um, defensively, I think we're uh, keeping the edge well, you know, running to the ball well. We're finding some more linebackers um, and corners, and uh, we're able to play multiple coverages. So uh, I like where we're at. Not a lot of, you know, what I do, I watch every ounce of film active practice and ND and everything and then I click on what I what I believe are busts and you know we're probably averaging um, three to seven a day and that's two spotting on both fields so um, I feel like they're doing a really good job there so talking about just where his team is at and and how it's been going very seldom you'll hear coaches come out and say well our team is just you know not where they need to be they're not good they have major issues but uh, going through it and then talking about film sessions, looking back on it, a few busts here and there. Uh, it seems like, just basing off of this and what other coaches have said and also players have said, that they they like where they're at. They like what they're doing. They like the energy that they have. And, you know, is that going to translate? Don't know. But it's at least good to where it seems the energy and the fire and the passion is there. And they're all getting along. And also, knock on wood, no injuries to be reported after just simple five, six practices at this point. And coaches are getting adjusted to new players. New players are getting adjusted to coaches. And that's why there's a need to get some of this info out also because the coaches, they see what the talent is. But, you know, to get it out for the fans before we ever see a football game, that's why we're getting what we're getting from Coach Pittman and the staff right now as far as updates on the players. And it's great to have uh, the question be asked about the improved positions because let's be honest, uh, there's ones that needed improvement from last season, but uh, you got to appreciate the answer. Maybe it's because they were so bad last year. Last year they got better, or maybe because uh, these two position groups are actually coming along faster than they expected. Tied in, I feel a lot better about tied in than I did coming into camp. Number of linebackers. I'll be honest with you guys. My my biggest concern was linebacker in depth coming in. Tied in, linebacker in depth. And I believe with Spence and Sanford coming on, uh, along with Manny Powell, I think we'll be fine at linebacker. And uh, with what we had at tight end and the additions that we had come in, uh, I think we're going to be just fine there, too. So those are my two biggest concerns, along with all our tackles giving up to win offensively games in the SEC. And I certainly believe in them as well. So you got to appreciate that the most improved position groups are ones that not only the tight end, because they didn't really have much of the tight end position to use, or at least didn't utilize it the way they should have, or maybe wanted didn't to. Didn't have a lot of depth there. Yeah, but. and it's like, because I remember a couple of years, Blake Kern was there, yeah. you know, and uh, you know he had some moments, and, and Hudson Henry, I know, uh, was unable to see the field as much. He had injuries and whatnot. But they're, they've been working towards that. They've been working towards trying to get that depth to the tight end position, and High-quality depth, so Sam Pittman's been excited about that. But linebacker, and he mentioned depth because it is the tradition like no other that the Razorback football team always seems to be lacking linebacker depth. They've been lacking linebacker depth for 10 years, it feels like. And he says that not only the position group, but just the amount of players that have been bringing into the linebacker group has been great. So, again, you got to translate it to the field. But it's nice to see that the two positions that they really were lacking or have been lacking depth at, 
those are the ones that they've worked on to get back to where it needs to be, too. That would be exciting if there is a lot of improvement there. And they need it. Because I want to see some tight ends. I want to see some movement. I want to see some fun there, too. And, you know, we are talking about uh, backup quarterbacks just a little bit ago in the NFL. Bimmon also was asked about the backup quarterback position for Arkansas. You know, what, what are we looking at here with K.J. Jefferson being the starter? Who's going to be behind him? I think it's always a battle. I think it's always a battle. But Jacoby Criswell is one heck of a quarterback. And so is Fortin. I mean, Criswell has a, an elite special arm, and he can fly. And uh, so um, uh, they've both done a nice job. Uh, Criswell is, is, uh, is really playing well as well. So I like how he puts that, but it seemed like the answer he kind of gave away, where he says, oh, you know, both are good quarterbacks, but Criswell. That guy has an elite skill set. You know, he's talking about how great it is. And says, it's a battle every day. You know, we're working through it. But I'm not trying to put words in Sam Pittman's mouth, but just going off of what he reacted to and what he discussed in depth gives the vibe that it's probably Jacoby Criswell is going to be QB2 heading into this season. That was a position of need for some improvement also because at times when KJ was injured and there was a need for a backup quarterback to go in and perform well, it wasn't necessarily the case. No, and if you go back in the history of just looking at Arkansas, you could say for every team in college football, major team in college football, but just look at it in Arkansas. I, I'd be hard-pressed to go back and think of a time or even a game where in a season you did not have to have the backup quarterback come in and do something. Like There's been years, I think in 2021, probably, because KJ, I think, started every game that year and didn't really have uh, any sort of major significant injury to where the backup had to, had to come in and do something. Actually, no, I take that back. Texas A&M, that game that Arkansas actually won, Malik Hornsby had to come into the second half. So the point is, is that every single year, no matter what, your starting quarterback is going to get banged up. It's not going to be available. You hope it's limited. You hope it's a small scale. You hope that, for the most part, they'll be healthy. But you, ha- you know that you're going to have to have someone step up. And... Who would have ever thought that quarterback depth would be as important as it is? Because we're talking about linebacker depth and, and defensive line depth and uh, running back depth and all that. The quarterback depth has become, without a doubt, one of the most important positions to have that much depth at be- just because of the type of style you run and because quarterbacks get hurt so often, uh, especially ones that run and try to put themselves out there a bit. You're going to have to rely on a backup quarterback to come in, not to save you, but to just manage it, just to do a good enough job and that was something that hurt Arkansas this past season. Nobody ever wants to see the backup quarterback, but in a time that there's a need for it, because you have one quarterback on the field at a time, other positions, we're talking about a rotation. And so mm-hmm. that's why it is good to have quality players at every other position there is, because at times players are going to be coming off the field for rest or you know, in, in need for injury. But every other position, you're talking about having players rotate in anyway, except for maybe offensive line for the most part but uh with quarterback nobody ever wants to see it but when you do see it you want to have somebody that can go in and perform well when they're called upon Uh, and i'm not saying this because i'm rooting for it at all or even hoping for it at all but just knowing the trends there's going to be a time this season where jacoby criswell is going to have to come into the game i mean that's that's just how it is you hope it's very limited you hope that doesn't happen that often but just basing off of history and basing off how the college football game is played there's going to be time that Criswell's going to come in, and you're going to have to count on him. And, and you just hope that it's uh, it would be it'd be nice if it was a game that was well in hand and Arkansas had a big lead and everything's <laughs> great. But yeah, that would be great. He's he, I, he's got to be ready, and I know he will be ready. He's an experienced player. He's been around in college football, high level college football for a while. He's coached by Mac uh, Brown over at North Carolina for a bit, who was known for having some really good quarterbacks in his time. So uh, I, I don't think there's any reason to believe that he won't be ready. But it is very important, and it's good to know that uh, you got a guy like Criswell there that can uh, help out in many ways. Let's go to the phone lines. Ryan's in Hot Springs. What's up, Ryan? Hey, how's it going? I, the, so when I say this, I say it's kind of tongue-in-cheek a little bit. I'm not being uh, – When I let me just get started. I think there is going to be one critical, critical thing come out, out of that first game, and it's not because it's, it's just – you want to see your offense get the first-teamers, move the ball, get off the field, and you want to see your second-string be able to come in and move the ball. Uh, because a couple of years ago when we played UAPB, Malik did not really, for the most part, did not move the ball. So I think that's going to be critical. You want to see your second-string quarterback come in and move the ball. I'm not saying we got, you know, he's got to score a ton of points or anything, but you, you do want to see him come in and be effective. 
because we didn't see that out of Malik. So I, I feel like we need to see that out of that first game. I just kind of wanted y'all, y'all's thoughts on that. And uh, sound, sounds like if uh, Sam's telling us the truth, which I don't doubt it, it sounds like that'll probably be the case. Uh, that's, that's my thoughts. I hope y'all have a great day and go Hawks. I appreciate it, Ryan. Thanks for calling in. And uh, to your point, as far as uh, the backup quarterback, well, first off, you got to get yourself in a position <laughs> to be able to be up so much that your backup quarterback can come in. That's number one. And two, yeah, I agree. It's 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 the second string for sure. But if your first string was able to beat a team pretty handedly enough to where they could come out of the game, then the second string should be able to go in there and at least do something with it, especially at the quarterback position. And that was a great point about uh, the UAPB game. I know Arkansas took care of business against, I think it was 45-3 to or something at halftime, but Arkansas ended up winning like 45-whatever. to whatever. I mean, they didn't score much in the second half. So you, you want to see some sort of success line after in the sec- and when the second string comes in, at least something to give you, hey, this ain't too bad either for next year or if some sort of injury happened, we got enough people out there. There are always certain games on the schedule every year that people going into the game – that's the all the talk. How much are we going to see the backup quarterback? How much are we going to see the starters play before the backups get in and at all different positions? So there's always a want for Arkansas to go in, handle business, get that blowout type win, and uh, see some of the players that don't necessarily get a chance to play much. Well, just know, folks, as a Razorback fan, if you are one out there, you gotta, you should have all the people know that there's no guarantees and Ever. any game. Yeah, and you'd love to see it, but even in their opening game this year, you know, here in Little Rock or Kent State the second week or whoever, we can go back to Missouri State last year. Yes, <laughs> and yeah, everybody, you know, playing against Bobby Petrino on the other side, and everybody's like, ah, oh, we're probably gonna see the starters for about maybe a quarter and a half, maybe not even a whole half. And uh, the starters had to play that entire game to get it done. In fact, I don't even think they had a game where the backups came in like late in the game for a few possessions other than maybe the Auburn game. I think I don't even think they did it for that or the Ole Miss game. So, yeah, there's, those were the biggest, quote, blowouts that you had, which weren't blowouts. But, yeah, you, you can't guarantee anything against anybody. So we'll get to that point first, and then we can see the backups. If they're up by 45 points, have at it. But until they do that, let's just worry about the starters first, and then we can see more after that. Let's go to Jake and Cabot. What's up, Jake? Hey, good afternoon, John. Good afternoon, Freak. How you guys doing? Doing good. Doing great, man. Hey, good to hear it, man. Good to hear Um, So a couple things about backup quarterbacks. First of all, there's a reason Brandon Allen is still in the league. That I mean, and that is because he is a serviceable backup quarterback. That that's okay to make a career off of that. That man has earned more money than most of us will ever see in our lifetime. Okay, number two, very few people remember this because I've asked on the buzz before. What was KJ's very first play in an Arkansas uniform? And nobody remembers this. I can't even remember who he's backing up. Who was the crappy quarterback he was backing up? Oh, pick your poison up. there. I mean, my goodness, uh, it's either Ben Hicks it or whatever. It, yeah, it was. So, the, it was the first. I believe it was against Mississippi State where he drove down the field and yeah, got a touchdown. It was against Mississippi yeah. State. Thank you, sir. It wasn't a touchdown, but uh, I believe he went under center and then stepped back into the shotgun, took a one step back draw. It was designed. Went straight up the middle through the linebackers and absolutely trucked one of their safeties. Like, I mean, the guy wasn't even there. He just happened to trip KJ up. Hmm. And that was the beginning of KJ. I'm, I'm surprised you remember that, John. That's actually impressive, dude. I, I like that. <laughs> but uh, Thank you. all I'm saying is, um, yeah, what, I'm, what I like doesn't matter. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm just a dude. But what I'm saying is, when Chris Wells if and when he needs to come in we've got somebody serviceable now we knew we had somebody serviceable in kj at that time he made- hey jake we appreciate the phone call we got to run more out of bounds coming up next in sports, every coach is looking for the winning combination. Arch Marina North Little Rock is no different. The reason being, they have the winning combination. G3 boats with a Yamaha motor. Your granddaddy trusted Arch Marine, so can you. This is the pigskin preacher bringing you the word. When the device they called the gadget was hauled in the middle of nowhere in the New Mexico desert, 
The brilliant scientist responsible for it didn't know if it would work. But when the explosion lit up the sky like the noonday sun, Robert Oppenheimer quoted from the Bhagavad Gita, I have become death, the destroyer of worlds. Christopher Nolan's amazing new film walks you through the Manhattan Project in a welcome respite from all those insipid comic book movies. Do yourself a favor and check it out. And then check out Doublebee's for some hot and fresh Renoco bean-to-cup coffee. You can grab your favorite roast or a great cup of cappuccino. Doublebee's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Doublebee's. This wasn't how Patrick pictured himself in retirement. Instead of playing golf every day, he could barely walk because of his severe knee pain. It hampered everything because it hurt to walk around the golf course. It hurt to swing, just pretty much hurt doing anything. But the groundbreaking regenerative treatments at QC Kinetics changed everything for Patrick. QC Kinetics uses your body's own healing properties to help repair and restore damaged tissue in your knees, hips, back, and shoulders. No surgery, no drugs, no downtime. The turnaround's been amazing from where I was to where I am now. I'm gone from a 15 handicap down to a 7 handicap. That's because my knees allow me to play golf. Like, I haven't been able to play probably in 15 years. Don't let joint pain keep you from doing what you love. Call QC Kinetics today for your complimentary consultation. Call QC Kinetics. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. The Southwest Forest Products Expo, presented by the Arkansas Timbers Producers Association, returns to the Hot Springs Convention Center this Friday and Saturday. Out of Bounds will be there broadcasting live Friday starting at 1. Go to arkloggers.com for more. Pickleball, one of the fastest growing games in the country. The Little Rock Athletic Club is currently building a state-of-the-art indoor pickleball facility that will open in the early part of 2024. Play pickleball indoors and be free from the heat, cold, wind, sun, rain, and insects. Pickleball at the Little Rock Athletic Club will have observation areas, lounge areas, flat screens. It is a family-friendly facility. Join the Little Rock Athletic Club today and save 30% off joining fees with no monthly contracts. LRAC.com for more information. That's LRAC.com. The Little Rock Athletic Club. For 100 years, Arkansas State Parks have offered endless outdoor adventures and treasured places to connect with nature, family, and friends. Whatever kind of outdoor fun you're into, you can find it at 52 parks around the state. Enjoy world-class mountain biking trails, scenic hikes, year-round fishing on sparkling lakes, and much more. It's time to get outside and celebrate a century. Find your next adventure today at ArkansasStateParks.com. Brought to you by this station and the Arkansas Broadcasters Association. Globe Life Liberty National Division, Everett & Associates, is a proud sponsor of Big Sarge. For affordable life insurance protection for individuals, families, the self-employed, and small business owners, call Liberty National Life Insurance at 501-225-5556. You can be a good employer even in a tough economy. Call 501-225-5556. This is a solicitation for insurance and you may be contacted by an agent representing Liberty National Life Insurance Company. It's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Hey, 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 hey! Turn that down, you bucket! On 103.7 The Buzz. Guatney Chevrolet. Guatney has the best deals on the market. Been doing it 60 plus years. Give them a call. 501-982-2102. Guatney has great deals on 2023 Silverados and 2023 Equinox. 
1.9% is available when financing with GM and a well-qualified buyer. No payments for the rest of the summer. Make the trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, guadneychevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise a vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney is always actively buying vehicles, so you'll get a great deal on a vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuadneyChevrolet.com. Get a deal started on GuadneyChevrolet.com before making a trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. And if you need a service, they have convenient service hours throughout the week. Also, Saturday, 7 a.m. until noon, in case you can't make it throughout the week. It's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. It's a Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds. We're going to have Andrew Hutchison of Best of Arkansas Sports. He'll join us to give us a little fall camp update for the Razorbacks in the 2 o'clock hour. And there's going to be a lot of stories that we're going to get into in the 2 o'clock hour, too, and have some fun with that. But there's a lot of things that have been going on in the local sports scene as well as the national sports scene. So let's talk about what's trending in the world of sports. What's trending in the world of sports is sponsored by Arkansas-based West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee and their 1.5 million coffee farmers around the globe as they fuel Arkansas with great-tasting coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the world of sports? A few things happening, and this is something I We'll probably talk about more in depth in the next hour. But how about this? About Phil Mickelson. My goodness, my man. He bet more than $1 billion, with a B, billion, on football, basketball, and baseball over the past three decades. And even allegedly attempted to place a $400,000 wager on Team USA in the 2012 Ryder Cup, in which he participated, according to an upcoming book, by renowned professional gambler Billy Walters. So it's not a book that was written by Phil Mickelson. It's just a book that was uh, put out by professional gambler Billy Walters. And they cited betting records in two, quote, reliable sources that Walters uh, wrote from 2010 to 2014 that Mickelson made 858 bets of $220,000 and 1,115 bets of one hundred and ten. And he estimates Mickelson endured losses of approximately $100 million while betting more than $1 billion over the past three decades. Phil has a lot of money to play with, and he's having fun. No kidding. No kidding. And uh, he was even asked about it, I guess, today, or approached about it today, and he goes, I'm going to pass on that. So he's not even uh, answering it. <laughs> Just, eh, I'm going to pass. I'm going to pass. We know he didn't make a lot of money to go to lift golf, and uh, he, he just likes to have fun. He's enjoying life. Well, see, okay, so here's the thing. Cause, uh, we may just start, dive into it now and then get to the other headlines. We'll see how it goes. But my thing is, is why should I care about this? Like, why, like if there have seen people that are mad about it, why should I be upset? Why should, why should anybody There's be no upset? There's no need for anybody to be yeah. upset. So, like, what's the point? What's the problem here? Yeah, it's a lot of money, but it's his money. He can do whatever he wants with it. I mean, I don't know. He either lost it or won on it. I don't care. I mean, maybe if it's the people that maybe have problems because he placed a wager on Team USA in the 2012 Ryder Cup that he was on. But if he bet on the team, the team he was on, I mean, I know we're getting a little dicey there. But yeah, that that's something that should never mix and matches. Uh, and we see that plenty of NFL players have gotten in trouble recently for that. But, you know, the sport that you're playing, you should never, you know, in, be enticed in any kind of way. You want to stay away from that. Now, with golf, on the other hand, they're on the course and they're placing bets. And, yeah. you know, if you're doing something between two people on a field, on a court, whatever, that's fine. Yeah, and you should have no problem with that. I love, though, from the book excerpts that... Uh, Mickelson called Walters from the Medina Country Club during the 39th Ryder Cup and asked Walters to place a $400,000 wager for him to have the U.S. team win. And Walters responded by scolding Mickelson, Have you lost your bleeping mind? Don't you remember what happened to Pete Rose? You're seen as the modern-day Arnold Palmer. You'd risk all that for this? I want no part of it. So the interesting part would be, what was Phil's response to that? And it says Walters added that he didn't know whether Mickelson placed the bet elsewhere, but he did not end up placing the bet. So there was that was pretty much it as far as uh, his response, or didn't really give the response. But I don't know. Uh, maybe we'll hear more from Phil Mickelson 
at this point in time, and maybe he'll respond to it. But again, it's it's his money, especially when it comes to football and, and baseball and in basketball. I'd love to know like what is some of the bets he put. Like maybe specifically, like what was the ones that he really liked in football, and did it work <laughs> out for him? You know, maybe we can see the team that he likes betting on or betting against. We'll never get those details, but it'd still be pretty funny to see. Uh, but yeah, we'll talk about that later in the show, too, because I still think that there's some interesting things to come from it. But also, congratulations to the Philadelphia Phillies' own Michael Lorenzen. Throws a no-hitter last night against the Nationals. It's only the 14th no-hitter in the Phillies' history, and it's only coming in his second start with his new team, which he beat the Washington Nationals 7 to nothing. Last night, he's 31 years old, only struck out five, but walked forward and proved a 2-0 since he was acquired from Detroit as the trade deadline for a minor league. So. He was one of those big names that was talked about at the trade deadline, and uh, it's nice to see him already having success with the new team. I'd say he's off to a great start. It's hard to beat a no-hitter when you're getting out there, but I like this quote where he said, I didn't strike out the world in this game. He says, but when you are pitching, balls can land in different places. I just had God's graces today. So, nice. Hey, listen, that's kind of what goes along with it, too. Not every no-hitter is going to be because the pitcher's just throwing smoke and striking everybody out. But a lot of cases, it's just a matter of timing and a matter of having great defense behind you to be able to take care of it. They don't care how the no-hitter comes as long as they get it. Yeah, that's all that matters. And then also the uh, little NFL news, too. I was, I'm not saying I'm shocked by it, but still a little weird with this whole thing with Kareem Hunt. We were talking about him going with the Saints and taking his visit there or whatever, but he left, or he went to go and visit Indianapolis too, and now he's left Indianapolis after a workout with him, I guess because it was going to be more money on the table, but there's no deal for, for Indianapolis. So kind of an interesting situation he finds himself in trying to find a new team to play Not for. unusual either, with especially with the state of the running backs going on right now. And we see that some of the bigger names as far as running backs have worked out for more than one team, and they're still out there without deals. Dalvin Cook being one of them, Zeke Elliott being another one. So it has a lot to do with what's going on with running backs. Who do you think it signs first between Cook and Zeke? Dalvin Cook. Hopefully it's the Jets. I know that was a rumor, but hopefully it happens. But, yeah, that was the thing, according to ESPN, said that uh, the Colts were offering, reportedly offering more money but uh, it just wasn't meant to be because there's mutual interest there, and they need help at running back with the whole Jonathan Taylor situation. But just couldn't figure it out as uh, he was wanting more money. But we'll see if uh, any of those teams or any some other team steps up. But a lot of good running backs out there <laughs> to choose from. Somebody's just willing to pay them. That's all you got to do. But we'll have some more headlines and we'll dive into, uh, especially in the second hour. But we'll have Andrew Hudson of Best of Arkansas Sports joining us next. He had a chance to check out fall camp. We'll get his thoughts and opinions on that and keep it moving on a Trash Talk Thursday here in the third hour of Out of Bounds, second hour of Out of Bounds. So you better stay tuned for that and the third hour, too. Stay tuned for both hours. How about that? Federal Credit Union presents your Razor Aug update during Out of Bounds. Improve and upgrade your home with a True Service Home Equity Loan. Apply online at trueservice.net. The temperatures are hot, but so are the deals as the summer sizzling sale continues at Motorsports Authority with two convenient locations on Central and Hot Springs and on East Main and Russellville. Now, Bill, if I've got a car to trade in, you're going to put top 